I'm Robbie Haleyama. And I'm EJ Dwyer. And welcome to The Neutral Zone. All right, our special guest today is probably the most hated man in ball hockey, Drew Albright. Uh, Drew, the first question I have for you today is uh, outdoor championship. You guys lost to Arsenal in the quarterfinals, who Arsenal ended up becoming the champs. Uh, talk me through all of that, going playing Arsenal and playing graphics in the playoffs. Um, so for me, especially in the kids my age, they're kind of moving into the team now. We've, and even the guys that are, you know, coached us and guided us growing up. The Penn Hills and Team Pitt rivalry has gone on since I've started playing. I can remember like just line brawls and and beaver, and it's it's still here today. Like at the end of the day, we're I'd say we're pretty good friends with those guys. A lot of good guys over there. You know, we play USA with and stuff. But um, you know, it's all it's all about who's the best in Pittsburgh. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're kind of in the same boat as us. I think they're a little more ahead. They're uh, they've been kind of rebuilding the last couple of years. I'd like to say, and um, that's kind of where we're starting at right now. Um, we had, I believe, it was eleven guys under the age of twenty three in mass with us. So um, guys are still getting used to the systems and the speed and the physicality because obviously there's some big guys out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they. They had a great weekend. They, I mean, they started off a little slow, I think. I think they lost to the Americans pretty bad. But um, Sunday came, and, like, my coach has always told me that's the only day that matters, and they showed up ready to go Sunday, and it, and it showed. Uh, going back to that Arsenal game, you guys seem like you guys had the momentum going into the final minutes of that. And then I forget who took the penalty. Who Someone took the penalty and then um, ended mm-hmm. up fighting, actually, the ref at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, talk me like three guys' thoughts whenever that really happened. Um, I don't know if I really just you know it's an emotional game. Stuff happens. Obviously, I've been involved in emotional things. It's <laughs> it's a part of the game. Uh, I think a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it, he's he's our teammate was a competitive player, and he you know he just wanted to win like the rest of us and. Things weren't going our way, and and it happens. Uh, stuff can get frustrating, and yeah. But um, I think that kind of stopped a little bit of the momentum we had. I know we didn't quit. Like when that happened, we still tried to push that last minute, minute and a half that we had. But mm-hmm. um, credit to Arsenal, they shut everything we threw at them down. Their goalie, young goalie, I believe. Uh, yeah, he's twenty-three. U twenty. Um, he played very well against us. I know we didn't get as many shots as we wanted to, um, but that's something that we, you know, got to work on a practice every Sunday to try to get better for next tournament. Yeah. Um, so you, you, guys... bri- you briefly touched on the very young team um, going down the list. Jacob Batista, PJ Biagetti, Kenny Collawier, Brad Bujos, Will Frisco, Pat Bell, and Ryan Coslow were all first-time gods. How do you think uh, – they performed that weekend did they step up and meet expectations um to be honest I think they all did great I mean I think we played great as a team all weekend just there's tournaments where stuff doesn't go your way I mean if you watch film of the game we controlled play majority of the time but um like I tell my kids I coach even if we don't put the ball in the back of the net then it doesn't matter if we have it for 
25 out of 30 minutes or 10 minutes out of 30, we're not going to win. So um, the young guys did great. They, you know, they've been running with us for the past, I'd say year, year and a half or so on Sundays and soaking everything in that they can. And it's, it's starting to pay off. So I think now that they got their feet wet um, next year, we should be pretty, pretty set to go. So very impressed with how they did their first tournament. Do you expect this team to stay together without maybe possibly like Steve Gregory, um, who's a big name, especially on the guards? Mm -hmm. Do you expect this young team to stick together all next year, like for clubs and the, all the other championships? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think moving forward, it's going to be a little different. I know I told um, some of the other guys that have been playing for a few years now, It's it was just a completely different feeling being one of the oldest guys there now. But mm -hmm. um, you know, Steve was one of the guys I've looked up to the most since I was eight. You know, he's coached me since I was in Beaver, cadet, freshman a little bit. Um, and then, you know, finally getting to play with him for years, I think he set a good enough example on how to carry yourself on and off the ring. So um, I just look to that and then try to carry the, his, what he taught me and, you know, hand it off to the next crew coming up. So, um we have a pretty tight group. We've been together, a lot of us, since we were all nine years old. So mm -hmm. I'm a bit older than a lot of the other younger guys. I'm waiting for my buddy, Josh Faust, to come back and play. <laughs> he's like one of the only ones left from our age group, but he's he's got some big things going on in his life right now. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we're as tight as they can be. We do everything together. We hang out together, play hockey together, video games together, like everything. So um, we're looking forward to get started with the new group. And we're obviously going to miss the older guys. But um, I think having those couple years with them together, especially, was very beneficial. So um, we, we talked about your rivalry with Arsenal. But one, I think the probably biggest rivalry in ball hockey is you guys and Saints. Um, yeah. Do you know how that brought about? Was it from the 2018 year um, or was it from just going back? No, so I know I was still probably 13 or 14 at the time, but there, I mean, and this is only to my knowledge. I know it probably goes back even further. You'd have to ask one of the older guys or Corey himself, but um, I know in 2013, they had the first elite eight here. I don't know if you guys ever, Got wind of that. So it was that was hockey that time. Yeah. So it was the top eight teams in the country. Um, plus, I think my junior team played. We had like a throw together team, um, but they played. It was actually at Team Pit, and it was like one of the best tournaments I've watched because, like, we have a we have a nice facility, but it's like kind of mm -hmm. it's small. It's not like open. Yeah. And it was just like jam packed, and the atmosphere was just great, but. Um, one of the original gods, Ryan Saylor, is a big defenseman. Um, he hit, I forget, I forget who it was, but like I said, I was young. He hit somebody from the Saints into the wall and he did something, broke something or separated something. And from there, it kind of just became like, okay, we hate these guys. Like they just did not like the gods. So, yeah. Um, and back then, I think that's like when they really started their winning streaks. So, mm -hmm. you know, they were already not liked by a lot of guys. Um, though obviously, they were respected. They carried themselves with great class. Um, but, yeah, that's how the whole Saints-Gods uh, thing came about, yeah. I believe. So, 
They seem to I remember, hate you the most. What's that, I remember my first uh, my first taste of men's a ball hockey. <laughs> I was so pretty new to the scene. It was I think clubs in 2019. 20... And I were sitting up. Uh, Oh, like 2021. Really was the 2021. 2021. That was yeah. the second clubs. Yeah. Okay. Were you the second five, clubs. Six players. And we were watching. I think <laughs> they just scored. Um, pardon. Saints had just scored like an empty net or something. It was 3 1. Yeah. And Drew goes into the corner and takes on five. Uh, Saints <laughs> players all by himself and it's just well, in a, uh, it, Ricky Ricky was going at him first yeah well, video, I'll play it on I'll play it uh, yeah so a lot of the people yeah. don't know like the backstory I mean it looks pretty crappy on my end and you know I got to be better myself to kind of avoid situations like that but um, it wasn't the goal itself or the fact that we were losing what set me off one of their guys had banged Ricky Anderson's yeah. head into the glass and yeah, I remember you know, that. just seeing that he's like a little brother to me. So yeah. like stuff like that really sets me off. And I went after him and things got a little, you know, emotional like they do in any sport and uh, just hit the fans. So <laughs> we had a little bit of a fun scuffle. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all it's all and, uh, just stays on the ring. One of the most recent tournaments, not the outdoor championships. You got laid out in the middle of the ice. You thought it was back to your Duquesne days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good buddy of mine, actually, Cam Jones from the Saints. Uh, he's, I mean, I get it. He's, we had complete momentum of the game and stuff wasn't going their way that tournament. Like, you know, it happens to everybody. So um, he just tried to step up and make a play to get a spark for his team. I told him, I said, dude, I get it. Like, got to do it. You got to do it. was a hard, hard fall on my butt and my back, but you know, next time I'll just get it deep and kind of lay back a little bit. And the best part of that was when I was watching the video, someone jumped off, someone jumped off the bench and started mm -hmm. just going after you and taunting you. Yeah, that was uh, his brother, Luke, the one that I had gotten into it with at clubs. Um, I, I just kind of sat there and let him do his thing. You know, we were both jawing at each other a little bit, but mm -hmm. um, I think that's how we both play. I now that I'm getting a little older and into my professional career and coaching, I kind of shy away from that stuff. But I'm just I've always been one of the players who gets into the game, like chirping stuff like that. It oh, just yeah. gets me a little fired up when I need to. So, yeah, that's all that was. Uh, uh, going to your NBHL season now, you guys, you and your brother probably had a, probably one of the best seasons in ball hockey right now, even though we're only like two seasons in, but you record four goals, 14 assists and 18 points. Uh, talk to me about your season and how it all went for you. Um, so, yeah, obviously we had a lot of success this past season. Um, if you look at our roster from top to bottom, we had, some of the most talented young guys and then also guys there yeah great great uh great goalie duo between ryan nix and robbie Hollyama. um but no if you look at our roster like just the amount of talented young guys we have and then mix them in with like the original gods guys that can still mm -hmm. obviously compete at the top level and produce jared hirsch one of my best friends and role models as a defenseman he uh you know he was a first teamer myself George, i believe ricky and chase were second team and i think 
Mm-hmm. Or, or Nixie was first team. Nixie, too. you, Nixie, and Jordan were yeah. first team. So, yeah, I mean, if you look like we had the roster to do something special, but you know, at the end of the day, we came up short. Um, I wasn't able to attend the Pittsburgh Division Championship. I was a little sick that weekend, and you know, I think it hurt me more than it hurt the rest of the team because. Mm-hmm you know we worked so hard and we wanted to do it for the older guys that didn't have much time left so um that's something we're really looking to um build on this next season coming up um we have a lot of the guys aren't going to be coming back some of the older guys so Mm. we got to look to fill those spots with more young talent and us guys that have been there already have to kind of act in their shoes this year and kind of lead them and show them how to you know, get the job done because uh, we obviously came up short. So um, it was upsetting. You know, I I believe that our guys were still going to be able to get it done. I took a nap Sunday night because, like I said, I was feeling terrible. And I just woke up and saw my phone and I was like seeing all the negative comments in the group chat. I'm like, oh, man. So it was it was it hurt. It did, um, yeah. but yeah, we're looking to come back and be even better this next season. So to talk to both of you actually about this, um, no Miley Cup, what happened there? So, like I said, um, a lot of our guys on our team were, is our group, like on the gods that were like this, like we're mm-hmm. do everything together. So um, I know I, I lucked out. I graduated and ice hockey was done for me, but Chase and Jake Fetzer, they had ice coming up. Um, Mitchell Faust getting married. Josh, his brother, obviously, have he has to go to the wedding. Um, the Gin, uh, John Gingell was hurt. Jeff had, you know, they're all starting families now. Mm-hmm. So Jared also starting a family. He was able to go, but we had only had half our team. And um, I think we still probably could have competed, you know, decently but um we're we're the kind of group where it's either all or none so we didn't want to you know they a lot of the guys that couldn't come were a lot of the older guys besides Mm -hmm. Shane and um Fetz but I we thought we owed it to them you know we didn't want to go because they couldn't go so we didn't want to do it without them just think no faith in Robbie to be honest yeah, we didn't really have faith in our in our one goalie either, so we just didn't want to go. And get the, one, the one goalie was busy at college hockey too. Can't let Fetz and Malloy get all the fair, attention. There, there. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, so I looked up. I looked up you guys' points. How much you guys are going to cost? Um, Jordo's worth seven point two five points, and you're worth six point five. Jordo got most value forward, most value player. And then you got most valuable defenseman. How does the points affect your guys' team? Because we're only for NBHL, we're only allowed a certain amount of points per team. Since you guys probably are about to take up majority of the points, how does that affect like who you guys pick up for showstoppers? Um, so yeah, it's obviously gonna be a little tougher this season. Um, I know sadly this is painful for me, especially. Um, Jared won't be coming back this year you know he's starting his gonna have his first child and yeah he uh just has other things to focus on so he'll still run our team but he won't be there um and that kind of I mean it really hurts us he's a first teamer as well but Mm -hmm. 
um, it kind of helps because um, he was, I, th- I believe, like six points too. Yeah, uh, he's USA so, too, so I think he's yeah, scored. Yeah, so that'll help a little bit, but obviously that's a big loss, you know, mm-hmm. not only on defense, but that's that's our leader, the one. The one game he wasn't there this year, we lost. So that was our only loss of the season. So we kind of looked at him to keep us all under control and, you know, get in our ass a little bit whenever we need a little push. But um, really, we're looking to, you know, maybe get some of these new young guys, some of my U15 guys I coach, or guys like PJ, Jake Batista, um, Dom Rennebeck, like some of the young guys, maybe giving them a shot, you know. Mm-hmm. And that'll uh, give them, you know, even more experience for this next year in tournament play too. So we're looking to go young. You know, we're going to have to act as some of the older leaders now, Jordan, Ricky, and myself. You know, we're not even that old. So um, it'll be different for sure. I think we have a few of the older guys coming back, but not many. I think only two. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see how it goes with all the new young talent we're going to try to bring in. No, not much. I kind of just, uh, whatever's sent in the group chat, I show up to the games and try to stop the ball. I kind of go with the flow. So, well, I'll give Robbie credit. He's, he's, he's doing very well in ball hockey for how long he's been playing as a goalie. He just, you know, started this past year in that, mm-hmm. and he just started coming to God's practices, which, you know, us and between us and Arsenal, there's not much better you know, not a much better run to go to to get work. So um, he comes and he does well. You know, he has his ups and his downs, obviously. Uh, we all do. I do. Um, and he's still getting used to the ball compared to a puck because it's way different. It curves it's a lot faster. Um, guys move the ball a lot faster than on ice. So it's going to be an adjustment. But, you know, he's a solid goalie. You know, great positionally. So once he gets used to it, I think he'll be – able to be a starter for, you know, an NBHL tier one roster and an A-League roster one day. So just got to keep putting in the work. I got to keep putting in the work. So we're going to do that. Robbie, how's been that transition from ice to ball? It's been hard. Um, So I didn't even start playing ball hockey till 2018, 2019. So yeah, I kind of picked it up and I played player, um, just like just for fun and then I slowly got introduced to the tournament scene and I somehow ended up running with the gods and um, I even played out as a player with the showstoppers for a season average half a point a game not a big deal Um, (laughs) and you know it was fun but um, Drew kind of convinced me that my place is in the net and it's way different than ice Um, ice I'm you know used to being able to rely on my side to side mobility it's just not the same, even with sliders and roller flies and tracking is more difficult and the sun sucks. Um, yeah, that's a big thing. I know, especially a lot of goalies. Um, like we had a run this past Sunday morning. We mixed a little bit of God's guys with my cadet team. And Pat Bell was just like blinded by the sun during our one Oklahoma drill we do. And it was, I can't imagine how tough it is. So. <laughs> Yeah, the sun, the sun blinds you, and it's also just hot. Like, you know, on ice hockey, you obviously have all the gear on, so you stay warm, but it's uh, nowhere near 90-degree Pittsburgh sun beating you down on you in the middle of August. But I'm excited. I'm I'm working real hard. I've been working real hard. 
and I have really big goals that I uh, hope to achieve, hopefully sooner rather than later, but eventually. Yeah. Um, going back to everything, um, Drew, what happened at clubs? You guys were in the A bracket. You guys lost, unfortunately, to uh, Arsenal's B team, and then you guys mm -hmm. ended up going back down to B and ended up beating, ended up beating Warbirds in the B finals by was it your was it your goal? Your yeah, the, yeah, it was an overtime. Um, yeah, I mean another tournament where you know this year I think overall we've had a lot of trouble finding the back of the net. Um, you know, obviously in Boston, missing guys like Denny Schlegel, who's one of the best goal scorers, if not the best goal scorer of all time. Um, it sucks. I mean, we had them in clubs, but um, yeah, like, like I said earlier, just sometimes stuff doesn't go your way. And we, another young team like us um, in the Penn Hills Gunners, I believe, they, yeah. you know, we controlled most of the game like we usually do, but um, they capitalized on our mistakes. So like I said, you can control the ball all you want, um, but you can't win unless you put it in the back of the net. So that's what happened. I think we made a few mistakes and they were just able to capitalize on them. And then they, they deserved it. They, they were hungry. They ran, they ran for 30 minutes. We, mm -hmm. I think, I forget how many number of turnovers we had in the neutral zone. Corey yelled at us in between the first and second, but just sloppy play. And, and you can see like, anyone can beat anyone if you know if you're not on your game at all times so something we have um, to do. I felt like most of that tournament you guys controlled every single game I think it's just the fact that you guys couldn't find the back of the net mm -hmm. um if a few sloppy goals a few sloppy just playing I think ways caused you guys the tournament but um for next year you guys gonna stay in a with the new team or are you gonna stick to b oh no we're <laughs> we're obviously <laughs> gonna stay in the a um I think we're still, I mean, I think we uh, we finished fourth with the new system they have for the circuit. Um, obviously not. I know, yeah, we finished fourth. Um, I know it's obviously not what we want, but like the older guys tell us, it, it it's hard to climb back to the top. You know, we were on top for three, four years, and mm -hmm. then – you know, now the other teams, the Warriors are strong team that, again, went through a rebuilding process and they're full of young talent that are obviously showing it. Um, they, I think they led by like 20 or some points in the circuit. So we just have to, you know, match their intensity and be able to hopefully put the ball in the back of the net a little more this year to get some more goals on the board. Um, so yeah, just got to get the new guys within the system, just like they had to go through. And um, mm -hmm. I think we'll be there pretty quick, hopefully, if we, you know, put the time and the work in. But there's going to be good teams every tournament that we're going to have to get through first. I, I mean, it's that, eh? oh, you got, Rob. it's uh, kind of crazy when you think about I named, what, eight kids, maybe more um at the beginning of the podcast and pretty much every single one of them minus one or two were 18 19 years old and obviously you know no one everyone's in like the, we want to win now mindset nobody wants to go out and lose every tournament but you think in five years they're going to be 25 and that's when they'll be in their prime they'll be your age in like five years so um if these kids stick with it and just keep working hard i think the rebuild is going to be long worth the wait
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the thing too with like this this uh, team, like compared to when I came in when I was 16, 17 year old kid, um, like I was the only young kid. Like there was, I was, it was me. And then it was like right to like guys that were 27, 28 years old. It was the um, Super Bowl bye week, right? Was that, uh, was that yeah, it was 20, 2014. I played with the Stars and Snipes or maybe 2013, I was 14. Um, that was like the guardian angels of the, that time. Mm -hmm. um, so I played a year with them and then I had jumped up to the gods. Um, but like I said, I was the only young guy, like it was me and then it was just the original crew. So um, I kind of had it a little easier. I walked into their you know, tight core that they had already. I mean, obviously I was tight with them, you know, as they were my coaches and guys that I looked up to, but, um, you know, in the past, I'd even say like two or three years, like we've got guys like, like my brother, he joined, Ricky joined Anthony Migliosi, Roman Rennebeck, Brad Bujos, uh, Matt Miguel. Like we got guys that are, you know, that's seven, eight guys that are, you know, getting their first taste of A-League hockey. I mean, obviously they compete and they're some of our top players, but um, still just like there's a lot of us that lack experience that was, you know, still there with mostly the whole team when I started as a young kid. So I think that's something that, you know, it's definitely one of my goals is, you know, one of the leaders of the team now to make sure that they <clears throat> are more prepared so that, um, we can find that, top, <clears throat> excuse me, top spot a little quicker. So, um, recently this year, you guys went to Worlds. Is it Montreal? Yes. Uh, uh, it's <laughs> right next to Montreal. <laughs> uh, how'd that go for you? And you got any like stories to tell us? Um, so we took home the bronze. Uh, you know, that's a huge accomplishment, obviously. Um, but it's, you know, short of what our goal was. Obviously, we want to win the whole thing and get the gold medal. But, um, you know, honestly, our, t our USA team kind of translates to a lot of the club teams right now. We're kind of going through a transition period. Like, I know guys like Steve and Denny and Jared. Um, Most of them are names I'm probably forgetting. You know, they're, they, that was their last go around, so. Um, we got a lot of our young guys like that are my age and, and even Jordan and Ricky's age now that are, you know, stepping up and we got a lot of young talent coming up, like all the Arsenal guys, Americans guys, um, Eddie Irvin, Scotty Worgan from Chicago that play with the Saints, um, our guys. So we are the warrior guys too, obviously. Um, we're going to you know, we're only going to grow. And I think having a majority of our team being under, I think, I forget what our average age was, but it was, I believe, mid-20s, um, which is pretty low for that stage. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, when 2024 comes around, we're going to be a lot more experienced. A lot of those guys, it was their first time playing in the World Championship. So third place with, you know, more than half the team getting their first taste mm -hmm. of world championship play is pretty damn good. So we're, uh, we're all, we all talk, you know, even through our battles that we have throughout the year against each other, we all still talk and 
we're all excited to get back together and have another go at it in Switzerland. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, hopefully going with you guys. Yeah. Praying. Me too. <laughs> um, you guys always talk about um, one thing is this uh, we'll go to Saints and Snipers. Um, Saints looks completely different this year. I don't know if you saw the roster or not. Mm -hmm. um, we're adding Marcus Tanner, Tony. Uh, have Will come up. He came up last year for the Saints. Um, you guys, the Saints dominated for so long. Um, how do you feel about this new team bringing up, honestly, on maybe like a brand new team compared to past few years without yeah, you, Jordan? Yeah, it's so, I mean, when we were those guys, you know, my last year and George last year, Ricky's last year, you know, the uh, guys like Roman and Miggs and um, Matt McGill and I'm probably missing a few other names like Mike Felsing, Chase Malloy. Mm. Those guys were still around, you know, to be able to watch and, and get that experience. And we obviously we talk every day and um, I kind of, you know, make sure they all know that I'm here to talk if they ever need anything, hockey life, anything. Um, so we talk about stuff like leadership stuff, how to keep tradition going. And it's almost like what we're trying to do with the gods guys is, um, tradition that they obviously have a high highlighted um career they had chant many like i think it's five times we won na's so um yeah i just tell them you know pass it on to the next group you know it's their time to be the guys in the spotlight um you know like i said these the young guys we got a lot a lot of young talent coming up and um our association especially i know there's guys like Batista and a couple other kids I coach from Cranberry that are unbelievable players too. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, they just gotta, it's all about maturity. I know I, you know, when I was a loose cannon as a kid, anyone who knows me knew that. Yeah. Sometimes I can be. So, um, I try to preach, you know, getting them to that mature stage early now and having that mindset of just, you know, acting like a robot and showing no like emotion or anything out there. You get up, keep playing, you know, because there's times where stuff like that had held me back. So I don't want the same thing to happen to them. So that's kind of like the main thing I tell them to tell these new young guys because they obviously have the talent. But um, I think maturity and um, ability to keep cool and calm is is key to winning, being a successful team. I think with um, Batista coming over from Cranberry, PJ coming over from Banksville and Brookline. I think those two just adding a big factor, knowing Robbie and I both knowing how good they are because we played with them since we were young, yeah. knowing how good they are. I think adding them to the team pit kind of roster and family yeah. kind of really helps with, especially with how good they are so young. Yeah, um, I know like PJ especially, we got pretty close with pretty quick. Um, he plays in our in-house league, so we see him a lot. Um, and Jake, you know, we had a great weekend with him. We see him every Sunday. Great, both great kids. Um, mm. We're more than happy to have them. Um, we're glad they decided to come along with us. We try to teach them the same way that we were taught when we were younger and bring them in. Like, you know, they've been here since they were young. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to getting them within the system. I know they already got their feet wet and mass a couple of weeks ago. I forget exactly how long, but um, I think they're going to be, they'll be ready to go here next year for sure.
Uh, going with what's coming up this weekend, uh, Madden tournament, Jambalaya. Uh, yeah. What do you guys? What are your plans for that, and how far do you think? So for you guys. Yeah. So for the people who don't know, Pittsburgh Jambalayas are kind of summer league fun team that we we've had for the last three years. Uh, it started when COVID hit. Dexstar was the only league that you know kept their league going. So we put a team in and we won that that year. And then we had won the year after. And um, we tried to get in again this summer, but we weren't answered. I don't know if, why, but. That's very unlike of John. Yeah, it's something. It, we all had fun. Um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a time where we can go and play kind of stress-free. It's not as serious. So mm -hmm. it's like our tight group of friends that we have. Um, but. Yeah, so it originated at um, Dexstar with or two seventy nine. So that's kind of the our logo hasn't been really put out much, but that's kind of what's on our logo, and that's why it's not Team Pit. It's two seventy nine mm -hmm. because that's where we started the team in the summer league. But so we're taking things on wheels this weekend. Um, we're obviously not most of us are not allowed to play in the Mark Madden ball hockey division, so we wanted to get a tournament in and um get on wheels so <laughs> half our team can't skate but are great hockey player ball hockey <laughs> player so we'll see how it it goes um and then i got a couple kids i got my buddy from duquesne a teammate old teammate of robbie and mine um pj he's gonna play with us and help us out um and then my girlfriend erica was supposed to play but she's gonna do our photography stuff something she's getting pretty good at learning from ej dwyer over here um so yeah we're looking to go the whole way in the top division because we we uh won't settle for anything less i doubt that's gonna happen but we're gonna go out there and we're gonna have fun and give it our all so we'll see what happens <laughs> a lot of a lot of mess ups so get your cameras ready if you're gonna be there but i think with that we can wrap it up here Thank okay. you, Drew, for coming on. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, to see you. Yeah, it's I'll an see honor. you this weekend. First ever episode. Appreciate <laughs> it. That was fun. Got the most hated man in ball hockey on. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's that's honestly that's accurate. So I'm alright with it. Hey, right, Rob, you want to take us out? Yeah. Um. Thanks for listening. First ever episode. I'm sorry it took us so long to uh, get this out. It was our intention to start this way before the circuit even started, but. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll hopefully kick out weekly episodes for you. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, um, leave a comment. Let us know if there's any. Obviously, all three of us are Pittsburgh guys, so we're well-versed in the Pittsburgh ball hockey scene. But if there's anything you want us to talk about from Buffalo, Boston, Chicago, let us know, and we'll make sure to cover it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, and have a good one.